Welcome back to Self Revelations. It's your boy B Dab. And I am Juan Moreno. Man, Juanavelli. Look how we started. Look where we at, boy. Yeah, it's a little bit different now. We got the logo. We got all our stuff up. Shout out to my boy Jesse. Got us the little mannequin thing, you know? I love it. I yeah. love it. You know, big shout out to my cuzzo. He hooked me up with some gear, you know, present gift. Nice. Um, when picked it up yesterday, or actually he came and dropped it off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just shooting game to me, shooting advice. You know, they he does his his thing at the podcast at the BSP, mm. and you know, just putting me up on game on a lot of stuff. So, uh, nah, I just re- pr- appreciate you, Cuzzo, and um, and you know, shout out to them boys. But besides that, how you been? How how's this uh, past week of uh, COVID been for you? I know, bro. Really, yeah. To having COVID, it is serious and it is contagious. That's <laughs> one thing I'll say. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, for me, I just have like a lingering cough, but. I mean, I had a fever, you know, I mean, fever, cold, um, no, nose got stuff, you know, headache, whatever, but it wasn't as bad as I, I mean, they were kind of even talking about it. Like, it's not, you know, it's not like the Delta variant or it's not, you know, like the beginning state uh, when the pandemic happened, like the COVID itself, but you know, it's a different strain, you know, it keeps morphing to different, you know, variants and all that stuff but i think um like i'm doing better i I just have a cough but but it's it's crazy man because you don't even know anymore like if you get we we used to just get sick right and you have like a fever or a cold or the flu yeah and it wouldn't really be as dramatic you know you kind of like okay i'm sick yeah now it's like oh is this covid like it kind of like Oh, is this, you know, am I, you know, is this diabetes? Is this like, you start like, is this cancer? Like you start thinking the worst now, or at least for my, for me, like speaking Mm -hmm. for me, like with COVID, with COVID going on and stuff like that, it has me now value, evaluate like my body more and I'm like more health conscious, like, Hey, like what's that is, you know, my family has, you know, a history of diabetes and you know hypertension high blood pressure and all that stuff and sometimes i start thinking to myself like man am i having you know diabetes is this it is this pre-diabetes and then it would just be a fucking cold yeah but it'll be something so simple and i overthink like bro i'm about to die yeah. <laughs> but it's really something so simple and that's the craziest thing um you know what i'm thinking about that I mean, it's kind of off topic. I'm going already. But, you know, I realized with this whole pandemic and then you going to go play for the Bay Area Panthers. Mm-hmm. I know at the time, I think uh, they weren't Bay Area Panthers, right? They were. They were the Oakland Panthers. Oakland Panthers, Yeah, it was right? Oakland. And the pandemic happened. How did the pandemic, you know, impact you <clears throat> when it came to, you know, starting your career with football with the Panthers? So so it just so happened that it started, like, right when we got out of camp. So it was, like, talks and stuff, like, about, um, you know, possibly ending the season and all these po- different possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, once we got to the end of camp, you know, it made cuts, whatever it may be. And um, I think it was our head coach had um, – Coach KB had got, his, got COVID uh, towards the end. Mm-hmm. And there was talks that the season might get canceled. Yeah, yeah. They ended up canceling the season only for the teams in California. So everybody outside of California got to play in their seasons except for us. You know, wow. we were a new and expanding team. Right. So we didn't get to play. And mm-hmm. then I think the San Diego uh, San Diego Strike Force didn't get to play either. Mm-hmm. But everybody else got to play. They they played a full 16-game season at the peak of COVID. So it was pretty crazy. How was that mentally for you, though? Like, because, you know – how long has it been since you played ball? Uh, it it was hard, honestly. I'm I'm not even gonna cap and act like it wasn't. It was tough, bro. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like you know, that I already had been sitting out at the time. I was sitting. I had been sitting out for, you know, you know, close to two years, and since 28 the 2019, 2019. Mm. So uh, when it got canceled, I'm like, bro, just another year, and it just happens. It was my rookie season, so. Right. You know, just had to take a few steps back to, you know, get to where we are now. 
Man, that's crazy. I can imagine that because people don't realize how the pandemic and this last few years has impacted a lot of people. There's a lot of good that comes out of it too, but then obviously there's a little, you know, problematic things that happen to people in their life, like losing a loved one for, you know, having, not having COVID, but for having like underlying issues. And then COVID was like the finisher, Mm -hmm. like to, you know, at the beginning, I wasn't really so sure about COVID. Like I kind of was, you know, still, I wanted to have fun. I'll still go out to eat, whatever. And until they started like closing down and now it's starting to get more, now it's kind of like getting fully back open. Mm -hmm. But how it does impact people, especially their mental health. Like you see a lot of all these new apps being created for for breathing and exercising and meditating. Like they're putting this big um, push towards like mental and physical fitness and health. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the best things I believe that's coming from COVID. Like I got introduced to so many like, you know, good apps like because of this whole pandemic. One one of my favorite apps that I've been using for the last week uh, is called Balance. And that app has been helping me tremendous with my anxiety and, like, my panic attacks. Or, like, building a panic attack, Mm -hmm. basically. Because the more I feel you let, like, the anxiety linger, the more that that it'll build uh, towards a panic attack. So, yeah, the Balance app has been good for me because you could go towards, like, different meditations and they'll walk you through it like they'll mm-hmm. like kind of help you you know think about your thoughts when you're sitting down because you don't really need music you don't really need a lot to meditate mm-hmm. all you really need is just you know n- not even the most quietest area you just you know turn off the turn off your phone i mean you don't have to turn off your phone you but you gotta be focused right yeah it's gotta be focused like yeah. don't have the tv running or mm-hmm. you know put your Put your phone on, do not disturb. Mm-hmm. Put like a timer for like 15, 10 minutes and just let it play out. And you just, you know, be able to sit down, think, think your thoughts through. Yeah. But with that balance app, it like helps you walk through of, oh, you know, walking through the, the motions of labeling your thoughts and, you know, f- feeling the sensations in your body to be able to be in tune and to be at, you know, at living in the, being in the moment. To yeah. be able to like declutter your mind and slow things down, so then you could think things, you know, through and and um, giving yourself that peace that you need because there's a lot of stuff going on. Facts. So you're always like, you know, you know, like you don't know. Sometimes you forget to how it is, how it feels to t- focus on one task because mm-hmm. you're like multitasking, doing a whole bunch of things, and sometimes you know, after a while, it kind of, kind of builds like the anxiety or those thoughts that you don't work through. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. And do you think, um, you know, cause I, I, you know, you, you just talked about, you know, stuff that helped you, like the app that helped you. Do you think with the pandemic, you know, it's bringing people more aware of, you know, men, uh, physical health. Um, so the mental health aspect of it, do you think a lot of people like started taking their mental health a lot more serious, you know, being, being indoors and not being able to go outside and, and, you know, see the world and they, did you think that, that, that basically helped them to focus on that a little bit more and be like, Oh, this is real. Like mental health is real. Yeah. I could definitely speak for myself. Like it has really had me double down since the first time I got COVID. I really realized how important it is to, I I really realized how important it is to, you know, take time for yourself to really really find you know the the things that are really important to you like what your priorities yeah facts and some of your main priorities really is you know your your mental and your physical health especially with covid it Mm -hmm. attacked a lot of the people that you know weren't the most you know fit or healthy Mm -hmm. and not the best you know, haven't really worked on their mental health. So when all this stuff went on, I started realizing how important it was to be prepared or put my body in the best position to be able to fight off any disease or any sickness. Cause that's what our body is constantly doing is healing itself, protecting mm-hmm. us and fighting bacteria, good or bad bacteria and diseases that, 
you know, that is basically helping us keep us alive. Yeah. So I realized like when I, during this whole pandemic, how important it is to really, really take care of yourself. Mm. Like, cause you, you're all, you're all you got. You are the main character in your story. Like if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody. Mm. It's kind of like, if you don't love yourself, man, you can't love nobody else. It'll be hard. So with the whole pandemic, it really taught me like, how important it really is for your physical and mental health. Yeah. Cause your body's your temple, bro. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, you yeah. know, like you can't, you know, that's, that's for encouraging. You can't, it's hard to encourage somebody else when you're not taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't influence, like I can't influence my nieces and nephews to, to develop a healthier way of living. Right. If I'm overweight, if I'm not working out, if I'm not doing the things that I'm preaching, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, in that aspect, you know, in the mental health aspect, yeah, like, you know, I, I, I felt some of those same emotions, you know, like, you know, trying to, like, get through, get 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 used to see, not seeing people on the freeway and and being indoors. And I, mind you, I'm a homebody anyway. I stay home the majority of the time anyway, you know, I don't, I'm not really, I don't really party too much, you know. When, yeah. when I do, it's, you know, I don't do nothing too crazy. But, you know, being indoors and then not being allowed to leave is different than just being indoors by choice. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was driving me crazy. Like, mm-hmm. dang, like it got to the point where I didn't even feel like playing video games, bro. Like 2K and shit. I didn't even feel like doing it because I'm like, but because I'm a game, I'm a gamer, bro. Right. I knew that that it got bad. When I was like, bro, I've been playing this all week. I don't feel like doing it no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was crazy. I think, yeah, like, especially when you feel like your, like, freedom is being taken away from you mm-hmm. in some sense. That, oh, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go out to eat, at, you know, at this time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the most craziest things to hear because it really, really makes you feel, like, closed out. And you feel like you can't, you're not free. That's one of the main things that. Like us humans, you know, at the end of the day, want to be mm-hmm. is to be free. So if you don't feel free, you kind of you feel trapped. Yeah. And so that kind of like it plays a toll on you too. If you don't know how to handle that, or if you never experienced anything like that, like feeling like, you know, closed in, which not everybody has really had a, a feel of that, you know. So for for that to happen and to make you feel closed, like it really does, you know, fuck with your mind a little bit. Yeah. No facts. And it and you know, now that we're on you know the the topic of mental health, um, I kind of wanna want wanna kind of shift it over to like talking about a little bit about about men's mental health, mm-hmm. right? So, with the men's mental health, do you do you think that like men's mental health is taken seriously or taken as a joke? In your personal opinion, I think there's a small amount of people that criticize men for showing their emotion like being vulnerable that is louder than the people who really know the importance of feeling your emotions and being you know letting go of any you know self-felt criticisms and you know feeling embarrassed of letting your emotions show as in crying and or feeling that you you know you're having a tough time like thinking things through like you know being being a man in this society or you know what's acceptable what's not acceptable Mm. so i i feel like you know if you look at social media or even certain people around you those there's certain people that are i don't want to say pessimistic but they try to have this you know they're pretenders like they try to have this like look of like tough guy look Mm -hmm. And this persona of a, like a fake alpha, like making fun of things, like showing your emotions, you know, means that you're a pussy or you're yeah, weak or yeah. something like that. I think like there's actually really a small amount of people that are like that. But, you know, you from what you watch in movies and, you know, music, sometimes it shows to kind of empower the whole I'm a man I don't cry crying for yeah. bitches mentality mm-hmm. and so it, that's that small amount of people make a lot of noise 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, pe- people like like I've learned and like read books on and I talk to like, I don't want to say real men, mm-hmm. but when you talk to authentic people, mm-hmm. they know how important it is to, of men's health yeah. and how important it is to have a conversation with your friend, your family, your brother to talk about, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. um, arguments, you know, conflicts and how you feel how you feel it's really about how you feel being vulnerable and being vulnerable as in feeling weird talking about a situation because you're scared that you're going to get viewed this way yeah because of who you're telling or other people And to be able to have a conversation with somebody who's not going to judge you yeah because uh, that's the weirdest thing is we're human, so we're like we're constantly judging things mm-hmm. too. But you want to be able to have a conversation <clears throat> that that is open and to and to have somebody able able to walk you through it that's been in a situation. Now you have to be careful mm-hmm. because you don't want to, you know, maybe talk about a situation that is very vulnerable with somebody who isn't at that level or maybe hasn't you know thought through when they were in that situation that's not going to give you their experience in a raw form some people just try to like tough like oh uh, i've been through that shit too that's nothing blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. like you know like shrug it off like it's nothing like that's the shit that you're taught but it really is so important to be able to have a conversation about you know what you're feeling and you know, am I wrong to feel this way? Mm. Is this normal? Have you felt this way? Like, men's health really is is definitely joked about. I think you sent me that that picture, right? I've seen it going around now. Yeah. So <clears throat> that that and it really made me think because I'm like, damn, like this is this is true. And you know, going back to what you said about like, um, you know, the group of people that that you know make fun of you know men being vulnerable or men opening up in a certain way i think it's in my opinion i think it's even a it's a big group you know the majority mm-hmm. of people that don't make fun of it is a small group you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i you know when you go back and look at that meme you look at or look at that post mm-hmm. it talks about will smith you know when he was going through the stuff with jada you know he was in front of the whole world he watched his wife tell him that she was having an affair mm-hmm. right people made memes about him was making fun of it yeah it was a small amount of people that actually felt compassion for him but Majority wasn't, you know what I mean? And then same thing with Tyrese when he was separated from his daughter for years at a time. He expressed like, you know, he wants to see his daughter. He was breaking down on live, Mm -hmm. you know, people made fun of him, critiqued him on almost every show. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, the Kanye situation, you know what I mean? Kanye, you know. Um, you know, the, the the main thing that they say about him is like, he's crazy. He's this, he's that. Right. Because he, you know, he thinks for himself, he, you know, he does things that aren't, you know, of the ordinary. Right. You, you right. Say. But he, that is the exact reason why it puts him in a position he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's not who he is. He's not yay for no reason. You know what I mean? His mentality yeah. got him there. Right. So, you know, when I see stuff like even the AB situation where they try to label mm-hmm. someone for like showing oh, yeah. emotion. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, when we talked about the other day, at the end of the day, like. You can't say, oh, if I would have been in that situation, I would have been like this or been like that because everybody reacts different based on where they grew up or their experiences that they had, right? Mm -hmm. You told me that the other day, right? So when people are, you know, saying like, oh, this person's crazy, this person that labeling people like, or hey, Will Smith's soft. If if I was in his position, I would have did that. Like this dude is like watching the love of his life express to him that she cheated on him at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why why is there not a you know a group of people like why isn't someone supporting him and trying to maybe find him some mental health or or have compassion for him why is it not compassion for people especially men that are expressing themselves in that way mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like i couldn't imagine being in either one of their shoes you know what i mean i can't say i would have did the same thing if i was in any one of their shoes because yeah. of the experiences they were in but, you know, I, I just think the only thing I think is really weird about it is how with the social media and everything that they're so quick to label somebody. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude is soft or yeah. this dude is crazy or he has mental health issues, you know? 
I hate that word crazy. Yeah. I hate it. It's because like it's so dismissive. If I call you crazy, then everything you say is not credible. Like right. I say you're crazy. It's like I'm telling you you're different. Not even that you're different. I'm telling you that what you're saying has no substance and mm-hmm. I can't trust your word. It's like a ridiculous thing to say. I just think that people sometimes don't understand what's going on in a relationship and people like to give their opinion. Like we're there's a lot of opinionated people. Mm-hmm. And I I I don't know, but I can bet you that Will Smith and with the Will Smith and Jada thing mm-hmm. that I bet you nobody I bet you they're misunderstood. Yeah. Like I feel that they have a way more open relationship at a different level that mm-hmm. people can't com- can't comprehend. Mm-hmm. Like they have a different view of life just like how everybody else is. Everybody is like is is in their own dream, mm-hmm. your own morals, values, views on everything. So who are you to say that their views are wrong? Yeah. Like they have I I bet you they probably have the best relationship ever. Mm-hmm. Better than than a lot of people who are in relationships. Yeah. So it's like they have a, a built-in understanding and view of things, and you can see it when they had that conversation in that video. Yeah. Or even in, you know, to other people, it looks problematic conversations. Mm-hmm. But it's because, you know, you're not there yet either. Yeah. It's not even that you're not yet there yet. It's kind of more of they're at a different stage phase in their mm-hmm. life, and they understand that they're humans, and they're always going to be attracted to people. and. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe, like, it really is what you make it. Like, Mm. their relationship works for them. They're still Mm. together. Yeah. So, like, they have something that people don't probably see. And then with the Tyrese and, like, that that meme that's going around. What was it? It was Tyrese. It was Will Smith. It was Tyrese, Will Smith, and it was Kanye. It was when Kanye was breaking down. Um, He had, Mm. I think he was um, doing, like, a Sunday service thing where he was playing his music and... Um, he started opening up about, you know, cause his mom passed away. You know, that's right. when they say that oh, he went that. crazy, okay. you know, and he was breaking down and he was talking about his daughter and that I remember like heck of people just posting memes about him crying. And I was just like, damn, like even Drake said it, bro. It's man. funny. I was thinking about it. Drake said it in one of his songs, he was like, just because I show emotion doesn't mean that I'm a pussy. Yeah. Like it literally is so true. I think the more you like are open, like Kanye and all that, that's why they're so impactful mm-hmm. because they're so fucking open because they're being themselves. They don't give a flying fuck like what you say or what your opinion nice. opinion is. It is so important to have your own fundamental understanding of why you do the things that you do. Understanding nice. you and understanding how other people are and how it's going to be reciprocated to the world. But understand that you know your intentions. That's why people like like, you know, especially certain actors or, you know, f- well, famous people in general, bro, they're they're humans at the end of the day. They're not nothing better than you. Yeah. Like, they might have more cars, but it's, it really is about what you value. Yeah. All you think just because a person has hella money that that they are better than you, mm-hmm. be careful. Like, that's a, car- that's a dangerous way to think. Mm-hmm. And because if you think that, let, let's say you have money, mm-hmm. you think you're hot shit and you think you're better than somebody, there's going to be somebody else that has more money than you. And so guess what you're going to think? You're going to think that that person thinks that they're better than you yeah. because of the way you think. Facts. And so it, and it goes forever because, you know, it, you got to be careful of your values and how you view people because it's a double sword. It's not just one way. Like you're going to also feel insecure if you meet somebody else who has more things, more material, more material, materialism. I mean, Material- more materials and, and um, you know, money and all that stuff, and that could—that's a dangerous game that you don't want to play. Like, and that's like social media is like you got to be careful too. Like, you got to really know your values and understand. Like, I believe that I'm not better than nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm not more than anybody. I'm not less than anybody. And I look at that both ways towards everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me be more at peace, and I can have more conversations and build friendships with other people that that. You know, I've seen someone else think that they're better than somebody because they drive this car. Mm. But yet you look into that person, you have a conversation and that person, you know, 
has no job, lives rent free, and owns like that expensive fifty grand car, mm. and you have a ten thousand dollar car that you know does the job that what you need it to do, and you understand that you don't need no hot flashy shit to show off for mm. somebody else that people and they don't give a fuck. It's funny when guys get like cars, nice ass cars. And they try to do it for like the girls, but then you realize that you get more compliments from the guys than you do the girls. <laughs> That's like being at the gym, like you know the big ass strong dudes. Like they'll they'll even tell you like, uh, you you can even probably speak to it. You get more compliments from guys than you get from girls. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that shit is a, that shit is hilarious, bro. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Like you can't like, and it's it's it's. I'm not going to say there's so much wrong with that because some people, you know, they, they they live for that. You know what I mean? But, you know, you got to, at the end of the day, you got to you gotta focus on yourself. If you're that infatuated in getting a girlfriend or getting your girl, getting a girl, mm-hmm. so you got to buy all this stuff, wear the chain. It's a dangerous game. You got to wear, you got to wear, you have to wear designer. Like, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know right. what I mean? Like, they're going to fuck with you or they're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Like you being you should should be enough. You grinding and you being you should be enough. Yeah, if they, exactly. If they don't fuck with it, then fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't gotta verbally abuse. Abu- you're not saying this, but you don't have to verbally abuse somebody. Yeah, you know, yeah somebody yeah. don't want to fuck with you, but <laughs> like you see it all the time too. It's like you know, like, hey, what, like you know, a guy tries to spit game and the girl's like not having it, and they're like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> It's funny, but oh, you don't gotta be a sore loser. Take yeah, your loss. Yeah, yeah. Take, <laughs> take your loss. Take you gotta take L. rejection a well. Yeah, it's all That's good. Funny. Shooters, shooters keep shooting. <laughs> shooters keep shooting. Yeah, you gonna hit one. Like, That's why it's so important to be yourself, though. Yeah. Have facts. your views. Be understand who you are. Because if you don't understand and you don't know who you are and why you make decisions, like you're gonna be open to like people telling you how they view you. Because everybody's just sharing their own view. Yeah. And. If you don't understand why you do the things that you do, then you're going to be hearing thousands of views and you're not going to understand your own like foundation or why you did the things that you do. And you could get lost easy like that. So, uh, you know, we're still on that same topic. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, what can what can we do as as men to be better in in the aspect of, of mental health? How could we be better? You know, could we be better at you know, you know, expressing ourselves? Could we be better at at um, being more vulnerable? Like, what could we what could we be better at? I think just listen to each other, just listen to each other, and don't try to judge good or bad type of conversations. Like, you want to just listen to the person, not judge them, but help the person if you've experienced something that somebody another man is talking to you about is to you know be raw be vulnerable show your emotions or what you were going through at that time to then give them the the feeling of oh okay like i'm not the only person that's been in this situation Mm -hmm. before like you'll be surprised a lot of the times in the most problematic situations or thoughts or relationships that somebody else has also been in your shoes. So like for men, it's just so important. I believe it's so important to just have a conversation, an open dialogue conversation, open dialogue conversation and not judge. Don't Mm. look to judge. Just just listen. Like Mm. we have two ears, one mouth. Like you're supposed to listen more, speak less. Like a wise wise man once said nothing at all, and I do believe that too. And especially when when it comes to men men's health, like having a conversation and just listening, and just listen, because sometimes people just want to speak, mm-hmm. and if you're constantly judging and like, oh really, why you think that? Like, oh you are you scared or something? Or or they try to do this like tough guy shit. But I mean, bro, like a guy like me now with like. I'm only 26 years old, but I've been through a lot of conversations and I've like felt like I lived like 20 lifetimes as much as a lot of like people that are our age probably feels too. Mm -hmm. And people that are older in their forties would tell you like when you're 20 years old is one of the most, you know, depending on the person you're most, you know, you're found, you're finding yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that's why it's so important to be able to 
sit down, have a conversation, and just hear the person out. Yeah, facts. No, that's facts. And, you know, <clears throat> whether, if, you know, ladies, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you know, brothers, sisters, whatever, if, if someone in your family is open up to you about their mental health, you know, it might be something subtle. It might be something slick like, you know, I, I just, like, it might be you guys are sitting in the room, you know, your 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 brother or whatever um, expresses to you, you know, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm just not happy. I'm just... Uh, I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm kind of depressed or say it in like a joking way, but dead serious. You know, like Juan said, you have to listen to those. You got to see those signs, you know, because at the end of the day, like it might be harder for somebody to express themselves in that way or to tell someone that, hey, for the past year and a half, I haven't been happy or I haven't been happy since my grandpa died or I haven't been happy since so so much and so forth. Right. So we have to listen. You know, we got to pay attention to the signs. And like Juan said, you know, don't be judgmental. Don't, you know, don't be so quick to judge or, or to speak. You know, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So. And that's really hard, too, man, because it's so hard to 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 not judge because you want to judge. It's almost built in you, especially if you're not if you're not aware of it, too. Oh, you hear it. people. We're constantly judging. You can listen to any conversation and you could hear oh, this sucks. This food sucks or Oh, it's so cold. Looking at it in a negative way, good or bad. Like, we're constantly judging, and you just have to be mindful of that. Mindful that you do judge a lot, and sometimes that takes away the value you can give to somebody if you really want to help them is removing your judgments. If you get, you know, too much, you know, if you judge somebody too much, you kind of push them away, and they don't want to ever bring up anything to you because they feel like you're going to judge them. So that's why it's really so important to to just listen. You got two ears, one mouth. Oh, facts, facts. And I'm glad I'm glad, you know, we're talking about this, you know, like like, you know, when I was going through my stuff, especially when it comes to the mental health, when I was going through my stuff mm -hmm. and having someone like that I was able to talk about these things with, you know, like and being able to have an outlet you know, to speak, it, it really does help because I'm not much, of, I'm not much of a talker, right? Especially about, you know, things that I'm going through. But, mm -hmm. you know, when I started on that, you know, that, that downward slope and I was coming over here and we was chopping it up and, you know, having our cigars, that's, you know, how we came about for this podcast is because, you know, a lot of times when we got together, we were having deep conversations. We were talking about you know, in any aspect, like stuff he's going through, stuff I'm going through, and you know, he was giving me advice. We're just tra trading advice, talking to each other. But I think that's so important. You know, if it's anything that you can take from this podcast, like get someone around you that that adds value to you, right? So if there's someone that you know has always been there for you, you can feel like you can talk to them, per this person, be vulnerable to this person. Um, you know, he can give you valuable advice, not just something that you, like tell you stuff that you want to hear. He's going to tell you the real like if you're wrong, he's going to tell you if you're wrong. If you're right, he's going to tell you, you know, you're right. But, you know, in the aspect of like you opening up to this person and, you know, you guys actually having the conversation, it's so beneficial because when I was at a low point having Juan, you know, there to shoot me advice, tell you know, uh, give me game and stuff like that. It was it was so beneficial and it was at a a point to where it's like you can go left or right right you can get worse and let whatever is bothering you tear you down or you can get better and improve your own situation right and it was at that um that crossroad right so get someone around you that's 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 gonna be real with you at the end of the day you know like do you think that 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 that's like a critical thing like for someone to have is like have people around you that for sure, like, can not only motivate you, but, you know, at the times where you're at your low point can gu guide you in a way, you know? Man, it, it's so important to have somebody that's not going to judge you and genuinely, genuinely, like, wants the best for you. That's the type of person that you want around. Somebody who's so genuine in the relationship that you guys have that they want. You want somebody who you can also see it that. 
that person also wants the best for themselves mm-hmm. and you you're constantly seeing your friend constantly achieving and constantly trying to educate themselves vulnerable when things aren't going great too and tells you to like you know don't let don't let anything fool you like the cars or the job like i'm still struggling like it's not every day is another day and when you see somebody improving and like doing things that sometimes you get surprised like oh what he's over here running or like oh he's over here reading books books like yeah like that and then to also see that and then he genuinely also or she wants to genuinely want to um help you that is like so it feels it feels right you want that that you know you want to feel the intentions of the other person that genuinely w- really wants to help you so it's so important to have somebody that's going to be able to listen to you conversate and try to give you their experience of what they went through and maybe see if it can maybe help you. I don't like doing things or saying things and in in the words of like quote unquote advice mm-hmm. because then it makes it feel that, you know, my way is right mm-hmm. and what you're doing is wrong. You start to realize that it's not about necessary it's not really about learning as is as it is as much as actually a lot of unlearning. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes in situations where it's like problematic or thoughts and ideas or relationships, it's not that you have to learn a lot of things. You have to unlearn a lot because what you've been doing has not been working Mm -hmm. and something that was brought upon you from what you've seen with your parents. You think that, you know, this is the right way to do things and, and then you see it be problematic. And sometimes people are like, oh, well, this is the way it is. This is how it's supposed to be. It's not. Nothing's the way it's really supposed to be. You really do create it. And I think if there's any problems and you just kind of, you know, oh, this is how it's supposed to be, that's not going to be good for you long term. <clears throat> so so do you think, you know, us as adults, like, you know, say, you know, we learn, like you're talking about learning stuff from your, your family and, you know, mm-hmm. your, your, your parents and stuff like even that. Even friends, too. Yeah, even friends. Like, you think... Learning these things, is it up to us as people or as men, as women to break these habits and adults like, you know, and not pointing the finger like, oh, I'm this way because of my dad or Mm -hmm. I'm this way because of my mom. I'm this I'm this way in the relationship because that's all I've seen growing up. You think it's up to us to break that habit? Yeah, I believe it is. I think you have to be careful. I think it's good to be aware that, you know what? I've seen my parents argue for years, hate each other, be depressed, mad, but they never left each other. They stayed there for the for us, for the kids. And then, you know, you try to have that same mentality to, with your next relationship, and then you kind of do little things that are similar. But sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to be nothing like my dad. I don't want to be nothing like my mom. And you know what? They end up being exactly like their mom and exactly like their dad because they never changed the habits or ne- maybe wasn't aware enough. Mm-hmm. So you have to really be conscious and aware that, you know what, I learned this habit from my dad, but it's not your dad's fault. Your dad, he probably learned that from his dad and then his dad learned it from, it's like a trickle, like it's a domino effect of, you know, the, the way things were taught. So you have all it's be be mindful of where you got that habit from but then also now it's up to you to now break and create a new pathway and break that habit and sometimes it takes time sometimes it'll just be a a choice Mm -hmm. you make a choice one day that you know i'm going to listen to my spouse instead of constantly judging them and judging the messenger i'm gonna listen to the message not just the messenger i'm gonna have actual respect for that person and be able to listen to her view like one of the biggest things that helped me i remember somebody telling me and by the way i was doing the same thing that was problematic they told me that they had a conversation one time it was like a couple it was a um uh two ladies their partners and she was telling me that there was a time where one of them was taking a situ situa- situation very very 
personally. Mm-hmm. And the other person will be like, why are you making it that much of a big deal? It's not even a big deal. And then I remember her telling me, well, yeah, it's not a big deal to you, mm-hmm. but it's a big deal to me. And when I heard that, I was like, that's so true. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, to me, it might not be a big deal, but to you, it's huge. So who the fuck am I to be like, oh, it's not it's not a big deal. Brush it off or look at it different, whatever. Like, no, that person, it means something to them. They're taking it personally. So you have to give them the the choice and the realization to realize, like, you know what? Hey, this is a big deal to you, but why is this such a big deal? And then you kind of break down, break it down, break it down. <clears throat> why? Why? You think that's useful? Is that good for you? Do you get off on that? Mm. Like, would you like to change this? Mm. Or do you want to just be in the same cycle? So, like, it's so important to not take things so personally and to be able to be aware of the habits and to you have the choice to change it yeah facts no that's facts hey my boy hey on the daily one be dropping gems <laughs> i'm trying to tell y'all one be dropping the gems but no that's 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 most definitely and bro man. i make the same mistakes too like mm. everything that i say in this podcast i still even some cer- certain things i say i follow everything i say and but sometimes a lot of times i get distracted and i lose track and I'll read a book that I had gained the philosophy or the words or the way of life that I feel fits me. And I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm doing that again. Like mm-hmm. I'm taking things personally. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things that I do, I, everything I say, everything I talk about, I do. Mm-hmm. And I might not do it consistent. Sometimes I, I fail. Sometimes I make mistakes. A lot of times that I'm wrong. But it's okay for all that. We're all humans. Like we're not we're not robots. We're not built like robots. But you gotta understand, like, like this is a lifelong journey. You're you're. There's never gonna be a point to where you're not growing anymore. Yeah. You're always gonna be reading. You're always gonna be learning. You're always gonna try to be. You're always gonna try to get better in some way. Right. Because even if you're doing everything that you think that you're doing right, there's always something that you can improve in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether if it's physically, mentally, spiritually, any any aspect, right? This is always going to be your this is going to be a, a it's going to be a grind. It's a grind. It's a lifelong grind. You yeah. will never be done. Cuz we can always be better. That's so true, man. Like, well, one more thing that I was reading the book The Four Agreements mm-hmm. by Don Miguel Ruiz and one chapter that I love or one of the agreements was to not take things so personally. Mm-hmm. That chapter is so good because it's not about not only not taking what other people say personally, but then also you not taking your thoughts personally as well. Like you constantly punishing punishing yourself for a mistake that you made in the past. Like you already dealt with it at that point. You've already, you know, been punished. You embarrass yourself, whatever, in that situation or when you were wrong. And you don't need to – us humans are the only species that are able to rethink, you know, situations that we made a mistake and repeatedly punish ourselves within our mind. Like, feel that whole same embarrassment, the pain, the sadness, the depression. Like, you know, we're, we're the only creatures that can really do that and really think. And, like, the the chapter not taking things personally helped me be so more at peace and at calm with people because everybody ha- is in their own dream. So it's so easy to to take things personally in this world. And Michael Jordan's documentary does not help, but he used it, he used it <laughs> perfect though as a motivation. Like he mm-hmm. took things personally, uh-huh. and I messed up my thought. I know. Yeah, Mario, Mario. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say th- we could probably edit this, but I was like, or not. <laughs> That's a fresh ass ringtone. <laughs> Power up, baby. <laughs> chill out, chill out. I know, but yeah, how I was saying, yeah, not taking things so personally. That's like one of the Don Miguel, Don Miguel Ruiz, the Four Agreements. That shit really changed my life and my philosophies. I I look towards that like, and that's like my like quote-unquote bible but Mm. i'm just using that word to like (laughs) i'm just using that word to make like the impact is huge from that book for me yeah like i the 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 way of life is very less very at peace 
within the context of in that book. Okay, okay. That boy said Bible. He said, <laughs> I looked at the double take, like, excuse me. Wait but no, um, no, I, I completely understand what you're saying, you know, like the impact that it has on you just in the same sense. So some people might understand. But, you know, <clears throat> you know, like, um, you know, one thing I can ask you, an aspect of, of just growth in general, because um, I, you know, just from, you know, see, even um, like six months ago, you now is a different person, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what advice can you give to our audience, like, in an aspect of growth? Um, what advice can you give them to stay on that path or to push to be better? Like, what what advice can you give them in just, like, their everyday life? I believe, which is my constant... My constant battle is like being present in the moment Mm -hmm. is like be happy with what you have. Be very conscious of who you are and where you're trying to go. And sometimes that's hard, like knowing what you want to do for your like the rest of your life, what job, career, what city you want to be in. I think to be able to, you know, have open conversations with the people closest to you and talk to them about questions that you don't have answers for yet and asking those questions to a bunch of people that can potentially help you, you know, then to find who you are or your path. Because I think it takes a lot of trial and error like going through the motions, you know, let the world kind of push you around a little bit, but you know, make sure you keep ground, keep your keep your balance and to find what is truly passionate, find something that you're truly passionate about and I hate using that word too because it's not that easy. And it really is like finding like what you like to do. Find out what you like to do. Find out how money works. People don't know how money works. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you get caught up in the rat race of buying, you know, luxuries, the house, the apartment, the job title, all these other things that people measure themselves on how successful they are. Mm -hmm. It's like defining what success is to you. Everybody has their own definition of real. Everybody has their own definition of authentic, fake, phony, all these like success. I think you have to find what's true to you. Like find out what are the things that you like. Mm. Because I can promise you there's millions of people that also like what you are passionate and excited about. So it's like take the time to really dig deep on the things that you like the things that give you joy mm-hmm. and things that give you peace like focus on like being kind showing love to people saying good morning to that person that never says good morning back at work because you want to share that that love and that light and they might not see it and they might not have somebody like that they might be going through a tough time it's like giving you know being at peace, showing love, and genuinely wanting people to to be happy and for you to genuinely want to be happy is, I feel, you want to help uplift and be the light for other people at the same time. Just do the things that you love to do, quote unquote. But really, it could be the most simplest thing. Like mm. you can really, you like, your, you like to draw, you can literally create and make and monetize your drawings and make money you could literally be at home drawing all day Mm. do the other things that you like to do be with your family i think you have to really see what your definition of successful or your definition of what your purpose is Mm. like make it simple 
Yeah. Make it real simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. That's one of the things I've been learning. That's one of the things that helped me do this podcast with you is like, make it simple. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation. We're talking. I'm not an expert. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not no guru. I'm not no, you know, I'm not none of these titles you can't throw on me. Like I'm me. I'm just doing what the hell I like to do and talk about what I feel I'm passionate about and what I've seen help other people, but help me. So I think stay in your circle of competence, understand what's in that circle, what you like, what you like to do and focus on all the positive things in life. Cause there's way more positives than there really is negatives, mm-hmm. but we're human. So you're constantly taught survival Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you have to be aware of the way you think. If Be aware of how you think, why you think, and what impacts you, and why, you know, evolution and kind of like the history of psychology and stuff like that has led for a lot of people to be now, quote-unquote, living unhealthy lives, according to other people. But, you know, do, to make it really simple, it's like, do the things that you enjoy that you're happy that feels like play you want to get back to like that child in you and just have fun because it's simple it really is that simple but it's hard like i'm still working on it every day is a new day for me where i have to bring myself to that like it's not easy yeah like i have to wake up and i'm not in the best mood all the time i'm not i'm not 100 percent every time like i'm still sick like not sick sick but i'm still recovering (laughs) like you know what I mean? And I still look at I still look at life with a positive outlook, even with the worst quote unquote, you know, you know, terrifying situations. If you have somebody like in your life and your family that's going through a health crisis or even you, you know, or anxieties of problems and thoughts of the past or decisions or for the future or your health, like it's always good to remind yourself to be in the moment. Like, yeah. you're okay. You're safe right now. You're good. Facts. Like, enjoy the moment. You know, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, but I think that's going to wrap it up for episode three. I just want to say shout out to all you guys that, you know, liked and subscribed on Instagram. I appreciate all you guys for tapping in with us. You know, you know, me and Juan are, are very thankful for you guys. You know, we're going to keep growing, keep, you know, producing better content for you guys, and we're going to keep getting better. All right, so... Thank you, and uh, we appreciate y'all for tapping with us for episode three of Self-Revelations. Sheesh.